The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, 306. Uh, we have tickets to Dunkirk to give away oh, later stuff. on today. Another uh, movie is getting some really great reviews. It opens mm, this week, next week. Yeah, so it's from the uh, the opening night screening. So lots of people talking about this so, uh, story today. <laughs> for some people, if you're afraid of flying, it's one oh. of those ones that might twiggy a little bit. For you know, I look at it and go, yeah, I wonder how many times things like this actually. Happen and we well, don't it's hear interesting. about it. It's interesting. It, it's happened in San Francisco. It's an Air Canada flight that was inbound, um, that was given permission to land. Um, however, confused the runways. They are adjacent to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so began its final approach onto a runway that had four aircraft already on it. Ready to take off, full of passengers, full of fuel. And, you know, I know we have audio that I'd love to hear, but I did want to say this. Uh, after and they're investigating as to how this happened and oh. as you mentioned there's lots of safeguards in place and they worked because the plane was diverted had to circle and came in on the right on the correct uh, runway in the end uh, but an expert in the industry was quoted as saying if it's true and by that he means if uh-huh. the information we have so far turns out to be accurate which it appears to be what happened probably came close to the greatest aviation disaster in history and that was uh, United oh. Airlines Captain Ross Amer, the CEO of Aero Consulting Experts. Yeah, having said that, though, again, it didn't. It didn't happen, It right. didn't, and I think, yeah, I think, you know, quotes like that are somewhat inflammatory. For sure. <laughs> For sure. In, yeah, in the end, the... Uh they're guess, close together. It's yeah, have you ever flown into San Francisco? I have many times. Yeah, and they talk about it. It's um so the two runways are the closest of any pair used by commercial aircraft in the world, only about 229 meters right. uh, between each other. And less and at this one, uh, fewer than 150 meters separates the runway 28R from the taxiway. So that one, those two are even closer right. than what's considered close. Exactly. And it's been pointed out already. Different, there's different lights on each one exactly. of them. Like how, been, uh, pointed out already that there should have been no confusion because the two strips of tarmac have different lighting. Um, your runways are illuminated by clear or amber-hued lights while taxiways are lined up with, are lighted with blue. So the pilot, the Air Canada pilot should have seen he was landing on a we all we all make mistakes at work sure. or get very close to making uh, big <laughs> yeah. big mistakes but again when you're looking at something like this and 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 when people take a closer look at the potential that's where all yes here's the audio here's uh here's uh, the air traffic controller the pilots and another some other folks in there uh, saying what's going on so I just want to confirm, it's uh, Canada 759, uh, we see some lights on the uh, runway there, across the runway, can you confirm a clear to land? Canada 759, confirmed, clear to land, runway 28 right, there is no one on 28 right but you. Okay, uh, Canada 759. Where's this guy going? He's on the taxiway. Uh, United 1, Air Canada flew directly over us. Block uh, 1501, Air Canada flew directly over us. Yeah, I saw that guy. So he came in and pulled up. Yeah. So he's saying to the air traffic controller, I see lights below me. He saw that there were... There was something down there. He had the runways mixed up. Right. So the air traffic controller is saying, well, no, the runway I told you to go on is clear, but where there's a disconnect is that they're talking about two different runways, Mm -hmm. right? 
Um, so yeah, I mean, a disaster averted for the reasons you said. There's lots of safeguards and mm-hmm. checks in place, and at least one of them worked. Worked, but and I, I guess you know, and you're right that that statement by the expert is a bit inflammatory, quite a bit. I guess what he's saying is that had one plane crashed into four planes, that would have been five planes in an accident all at the same moment, which would make it the greatest disaster yeah, ever. Absolutely. Right? But it didn't happen. Air Canada looking into it. I don't want to say they take this thing very seriously. Because, because they would take this very seriously. Because they would actually take this very seriously. Air Traffic Controller, FAA, everyone's looking into it uh, to prevent it from happening ever again. But as you say, people make mistakes, and some people have more responsibility on their, on their plate. And <laughs> Yeah, so a mistake can have greatly different uh, impact and results. And I got thinking when I read the story... Um, you know, well, what mistakes have you made at work? Big or little. Yeah. And, or maybe and, what was your biggest mistake that you made yeah, at work? Yeah, and maybe it didn't result in anyone losing their job or even you losing your employment, but maybe nobody ever found out about it. You were able to cover it up. No names necessary, but I'd be curious. And I thought about, and I, there hasn't been too many that I could think of off the top of my head that were huge, just errors. But I did, when we first got our texting system, and people were signing up right and left. And I don't know how many, I don't know if you still have to sign up or if you could just text. I honestly have I'm so scared of it now, I haven't gone back to look. But when it originally happened, I hadn't taken the training yet. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll just, you know, navigate through it, sort of take a, take a stroll, look around, see what it can do, as I would with any new software that I buy for my own computer. So I texted, I just wanted to text something. So. I texted something like, does this thing even work or something like that, right? But I was intending to text it to myself. But I hit a button that texted it to everybody who had registered for texting at that point, <laughs> And it just blasted. Like, I don't know. Because I don't know how many registered. It could have gone to 100. could have gone to 100,000. I don't really know. All I know is for the next three hours, and this was over a weekend. Uh-huh. So thankfully, it wasn't during Ryan's show or another show where it was live and people would look into it. Um, People were saying, yes, it works, and why are you asking? And, you know, just that's when I realized I texted it to a lot that's of people. That's not at all what I thought that you would have said that you texted. <laughs> that's not where I thought that story was going. I know. <laughs> because yeah, mm. I think there's another story there as well. There is. I know. Um, <laughs> one of the biggest ones being on the air, mm. so whether it was, you know, TV or radio, is swearing. Yes. And uh, knock on wood, never have. But I've been with people who have uh, a couple of times. And in, in fact, one of my friends swore she didn't know that she was on the air. It was Claire Martin. She'll tell you. She, when the light weather. bulb uh, popped. It, uh, yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, she swore. She dropped the, the big one. Yeah. And and you got to remember, Claire was not even really a TV person either. She was a she was a scientist yeah, that yeah. ended up going over there, and she swore, and she pretty much I think walked right off there and walked straight into her boss's room and said, "I I I resign." They're like, "No, no, no, it's it's, it's okay, <laughs> it happens, yeah, it's okay." And then I was working with a, a sports guy on the air, said, turned to me and my co-host and said, "Well, sometimes you just have to grab the bulls by the horns." Wow. And he kept on going. We didn't acknowledge it. I kind of did one of these, a head tilt, like a dog's head mm-hmm. tilt. Huh? 
Um, but <laughs> no one acknowledged it. No one said anything. And in those days, we didn't have texting or anything like that. Yeah. But we just kept on going. Yeah. But those are a couple of the, you know, some of the big ones that yeah. can get you in a lot of trouble for if you talk into a microphone. And, you know, that specific example has always been of interest to me anyways. And not because I do radio. But I just find it interesting in radio, in television, and in comedy that dropping an F-bomb or, or you know, swearing mm-hmm. is is basically can be a career ender depending on where you are and yet it's language that everyone's heard it's just really funny that there's this standard yeah, but not everyone well no but not everybody is accepting of it and usually I when guess. you use that language probably you you believe that you're around people that um are comfortable with it sure and i suspect that we have listeners and i can guarantee you that global has viewers that do not use that language at all probably true yes uh, Haas texted and said, my biggest mistake at work, failed to successfully partition a hard drive on a computer mission critical to production. Two weeks to get it back online. Why I wasn't fired, I'll never know. <clears throat> and there was that lady speaking of Reply All, and we've talked about Reply All, and I see this in our own organization where um, if there's an event happening and Global has a reporter available, a producer will put it out that this person's available from this time to this time, so mm-hmm. book your appointments, right? And we've had people on that we've yeah, booked absolutely. in that manner, right? So I've seen it where people hit reply all. So they reply all to say, well, I'll take them at two or three or whatever. And so we don't need to reply. You don't need to tell everybody you're yeah, taking them at that time. The just to the one person, right? It went out to everybody. But I know that there was a story that we did months ago about somebody in an insurance company that was told uh, to lay off a specific employee and they accidentally hit the all staff button. Uh, I don't know what their system Mm -hmm. looks like, but never identified the employee. So basically just said, it's with deep regret that I must tell you that your employment is no longer required and (laughs) sent it to everybody in the company. And the only way she knew that she had done that is when she got home, she got the email from herself. And it wasn't until a few minutes after that that mm. she thought, well, that's weird. Why would I get, you know, and then she looked and went, oh, I just fired everybody in the company. Reply alls are very, very dangerous. <laughs> yes. Always think a uh, hundred times before you hit reply all. Uh, this one says, I was supposed to do a $1,300 contract that was... One million three hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it even passed through a supervisor and financial officer before they found it. I saw, I had a salesman when I was in the trucking industry, who was relatively new, but a very bright guy. And the company that I worked for did traditional loads, you know, like boxes, uh, reefers, heated vans, but they also had a flat deck division. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they would take very big equipment. You know that stuff that you see with pilot cars on either end? And um, sometimes it got so big that you needed wire lifting and whatever. So somebody had asked him for a quote, and we were basically funneling him with the really easy stuff to get him going. So, you know, less than loads and small pieces of equipment and just get him in the practice of quoting, right? So somebody asked him for a quote to move a skid steer. So I don't know if you've ever seen, it's the size of a forklift truck basically, right? So he went back to the customer and quoted on two pilot cars, uh, double drop, police um, escort through the city, and I think wire lifting. And the guy got it, and the the quote, it was like Edmonton to Calgary, Calgary to Edmonton. The quote was in the neighborhood of twenty twenty five thousand dollars What that quote should have been was uh, 500 bucks. <laughs> like, it fits on any trailer whatsoever. And 
when the customer phoned me, I called the salesman and he goes, oh, I confused inches and feet, right? I'm like, so you're telling me you thought there was a piece of equipment <laughs> that's, you know, 60 feet wide? He said, well, what do I know? Just remind us, another one's text in said, how about the reminder that you're going the wrong way on a highway and the trucker flashes lights to alert you of the mistake? Are they speaking specifically of me? Because I, that happened to me. I have no me. idea if they are, so. I had uh, left Lethbridge in a snowstorm, having done a show down there, realized as I got out on the highway that I'd left my jacket hanging in the room after I got changed, my suit jacket. So I pulled a U-turn and started heading back to Lethbridge, and a trucker started flashing his lights at me. And I thought, well, my lights are on. And then he pulled out as though to come yep. head on with me, causing me to pull onto the shoulder. And I realized what he was actually doing, and thank you, trucker, was blocking the path of a car that was about to pass him that would have hit me head on. It was a divided highway, and I didn't know it. I was on a one-way, going the wrong way at 110 kilometers an hour. Hey, Ed, what happened to you? Hello. Hi, Ed, what's your story? Oh, I was... Uh first introduced email in a, in a company around 2007 and uh, I thought it was going to pass out this really funny joke to the people in my contact list. and I got distracted for a few minutes and I had global addresses oh. and it went everywhere on the planet oh. <laughs> my boss says uh, that was a pretty good joke Ed is, uh, you should not probably send it to uh, people everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and was there any penalty for it any punishment anything uh, no, not really, because uh, the company I was with, they were just starting to get into their email thing. I got a couple of emails from people higher up saying, you know, you really shouldn't do that. But so that was about it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, funny. Oh, I've gotten a few of those emails, by the way, over the last five or six years. Probably yeah. shouldn't do that, they end with, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> Can I mention something real quick about this city thing, or are you guys done with us? Uh, if you got something, sure. Okay, I got a buddy of mine that works for the city. We used to work together in another company, and uh, we worked really hard and blah, blah, blah. So he goes to work for the city, and he's working on an asphalt crew. And he's telling me, like, you know, I get the, the stories that he goes through, guys screaming and yelling at him, blah, blah, blah. So I used to, I would tell, ask him where he, uh, where he was working, and I'd drive by him girl some vicinity at him and he couldn't do anything about it because there'd be a whole bunch of other people around <laughs> but he was but he's my buddy so i that was my kick for a little while now he doesn't tell me where he works <laughs> <laughs> ed thanks for sharing have a great day it's uh 3 let's uh do this uh, a couple minutes left before we'll break for the 3 30 news don has been patiently holding hi don hey Jillian, Andrew, how are you really good good wonderful so i I'm not from Calgary, obviously, so I'm driving in Calgary out of the Saddletown LRT station, and I didn't know going into it that was a one-way road. Well, I figured it out about halfway down the road, so I was going to let all the traffic go by, right? Yeah. But then a police officer showed up behind me. I was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know you're going the wrong way on a one-way road? I'm like, uh no, or I'm like, yeah, I figured that out, but I, like the cars are coming, I can't just cut them uh, off. Yeah, He's like, exactly. I'll stop traffic for you and just turn around. And, yeah, it's like, well, thank you. And I'm like, thinking, you know, when you see the red and blue lights come on, you're getting a ticket. <laughs> yeah, so, so no ticket, just he helped you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's he, fabulous. He's like, I'll get you turned around. Just, yeah, I'm like, I'm not from here. Because really, I had no idea it was a one-way road. But Don, that 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 moment when you yeah. finally realize that oh, I'm going the wrong way, I feel like you're gonna have a heart attack, or just yeah. Oh, yeah. shot of adrenaline. Yeah, 
It was, and like I said, then the red and blues come on right after that. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks, Don. Thanks for sharing. How about this text? Hi, Andrew and Jay Lynn. Funny story. Years ago, a friend of mine, a self-taught commu- computer nerd, was a new hire for one of the larger railroad companies in the States. One day, he got his hands on a great new software program that was supposed to prevent trains from being on the same track. Long story short, he brought the entire western U.S. <laughs> rail traffic to a standstill for 45 minutes and he didn't get fired. <laughs> oh my goodness, how about this? My faux pas, I won't, uh, they signed it, but I won't say the name. Uh, so I was working in, in an adult group home and mixed two of the residents' meds and gave the sleepy meds to a guy who was really hyper and got a nice afternoon off. No one was hurt, no side effects, no one ever knew. And I'll bet you this is a story that's been told a million different ways. I worked for a truck company. was only there for a couple of weeks. I went home for lunch and backed into a small car. I moved it about five feet. <laughs> I got out and I wondered if anyone saw. Um, no one seemed to. So I was, and since I was under a three-month probation and didn't, I didn't say anything. About three days later, I saw it getting towed away. I felt so bad because I didn't want to lose my job. That's funny, that uh, story, the text, or the uh, caller with the uh, one way, or going the wrong way. I I was leaving Swift Current again in a snowstorm. I I drive all year long. And a police officer pulled me over. And literally, there was no one on the highway. Um, So he pulls me over, and I roll down the window. I told the opener, hey, watch me handle this guy. Uh, And I find that in situations like that, being very friendly and, you know, slice of life, he helps. So I roll down the window. I go, yeah, man, you must be lonely, eh? He's like, why is that, Mountie? He's like, why is that? And I go, well, there's, with this storm, there's only two cars on the highway tonight. And he goes, well, there's only one going the wrong way with no <laughs> lights on. I went, is it me? <laughs> and sure enough, again, on the wrong, divided highway, on the wrong side. Jay, would you mind blowing into this little machine for us, please? What's your name, Mr. Grosset? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't actually give me a ticket, though. He, As with our caller, he was yeah. like, okay, I'll t- follow me down the road. I'll, I'll show you where you can turn around. Yeah. That's scary when that happens, and I think a lot of us has gone through, and it could be even just on a little side street yes. somewhere, maybe not a major highway, but either way, that, that moment of panic when you realize what has just happened. Uh, the 3.30 news coming up on uh, with Eileen Bell. Uh, we'll take you up to 4 o'clock on the other side of that. Morley Scott will check in with some sports and your business numbers. Uh, and we have those uh, tickets for Dunkirk as well. Still Exciting. a giveaway. Stick around, friends. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.